Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. Alright, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose here on BuildYourSoulPurpose.com. This is Brandon Allen, your host as always. So excited as always to be bringing you another podcast this week. We're still doing it. We're still loving it. And today I want to talk about a topic that was actually inspired by a sermon that I heard at church. And uh, one of the things that uh, one of the pastors at church had said was uh, the concept of you can either have influence or you can have control, but you can't have both. And they were talking about family dynamics in this case. But as I started to think about that, I thought, how relevant is that for business owners who are trying to manage their business? And particularly, how we deal with our teams that work for us, right? And a lot of times, we want to control what people are doing. And so we, we exercise that paradi- paradigm of control when what we should be looking at is looking for ways that we can influence people so that they want to do the things that are necessary within, within our business. And, and as we talk about the fact that, look, you can't control people. Anyone who has kids or has ever been around kids understands that you can't control people, but by damned, we sure try, don't we? I mean, we try to control people as much as we possibly can, but it really is a futile exercise. And 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 this is, look, and, and, and as I'm talking about this, one distinction I want to make clear, this doesn't mean that we don't have rules and that we don't enforce rules, okay? But what it does mean is that we can there's 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 two different schools of thought and we've talked about this with a lot of different things there's things that are hard easy in our business and there are things that are easy hard so when we choose control over influence what we're doing is easy hard because control in the short term is really easy right and there's lots of easy ways that we can exercise control in the short term over someone and we'll even get results from that it will get us results we'll we'll uh use some intimidation, we'll use yelling, we'll use all these different things to get people to do what we want, right? It's really easy short term to use yelling to get someone to do what we need them to do, right? They jump up, they, you know, look, if I want my kids to clean their room, I know if I, if I get the voice loud enough, boy, they're springing to action and they'll start cleaning. Um, but the problem is, is that after some time, that thing starts to wear off, Okay. It's, it's so easy up front to do that. But then it's like, look, if you use yelling, for instance, as a form of control, gosh, you know what? Every time I do it, I got to get louder and crazier in order to get the same result. I mean, it's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort to maintain control. And think about this. I mean, look, if you're one of those micromanagers that just manages every little detail that people are doing at work, it's hard. You know, you get burnt out, you get tired of that. And so then you say things like, man, I get tired of telling them to do every little thing. Or I feel like if I'm not overseeing, you know, if I'm not overseeing every little aspect of their 
daily work, it, it just wears me out. It gets tiring. Well, yeah, it does. Control is like that. Control is a slippery slope. So what I'm looking at is, is when I think about influence over control, what I'm thinking about is freedom. And when I think about business, one of the first things that comes to mind is freedom. But the problem is, is we run our businesses a lot of times, right? And you may, you can identify this. You may run your business like this. You run your business in a way that creates a lack of freedom. If I step away from the office, I don't get results. If I'm not uh, micromanaging my team, they don't do their job and on and on and on so that we never have any freedom in our business. And what does it take to build freedom? It, it means building trust. And, and this is huge. We have to build trust to build freedom. And what trust comes down to, when we have trust, when we build trust with our teams, it creates a situation where we can be influential. Trust is huge, right? Uh, John Maxwell wrote a great book called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. Okay, Connecting is one of those ways to build trust and then you can influence, right? So when you're speaking or when you're writing, uh, giving people that overabundance of proof that you know what you're talking about, building that trust so that now you can influence them to make a decision or to do something that you want them to do. And, and that's what we're looking for here. We're looking for creating freedom by building trust and creating influence. So how do we influence? What are some ways that we can influence in our team and in our business? Okay, The first thing is an influencer paints the big picture. An influencer paints the possibilities. Here's where we're at. Here's where we want to go. One of the most common sets of terminologies that are used to paint the big picture are mission, vision, and values. Here's why we exist. Here's where we're going. Here's what we value. When people are clear on that and crystal clear, as Lauren Wolf said in the Leadership Bible, you've got to say things over and over again, and I'm paraphrasing here. And, and by the time you're so sick of saying it is the time that your team is finally starting to hear it. Now think about this. This is the same for your customers. It's the same for your team. It's the same for a lot of different relationships. I've got to say things over and over again. Here's where we're going. Here's why we're doing it. Here's what we value. I'm going to see I'm going to beat that drum. You're going to beat that mantra so people finally get it and they start to take action. But that's one of the ways that I influence is by painting the big picture. It's hard for people to do work properly. And we have to micromanage when we keep the picture small or we hide the picture of where we're going. Because now people are doing work, but they don't know why. They don't know how it fits in. They don't know that what the grand scheme of things really is. How does my work influence the overall objectives of the company that I work for? That's a huge dilemma for many employees. They just don't know. So they're kind of working in a vacuum and, and they're really not sure. Look, I mean, does this make a difference? Does this make an impact? Is this busy work? Is it critical? What am I doing? So painting the big picture is a, is a key to influence. Number two, and these are not in any particular order, but the second thing beyond painting the picture is to make it about them. I want to build trust by letting someone know that I'm in it for their best interests as well. I, don't not, I, not, I not only want to serve my own interests, I want to serve the people who work for me's interest as well. 
This is all about connection. How do I connect? I learn about them personally. I get to know their goals. Hey, where do you want to go? Why do you work here? In three years from now, what would you be doing that's different from today if you could do anything? What is that? Do you want to work somewhere else? Tell me that too. I'm not afraid of that. You want to work somewhere else in three years? Fine. How do I help you get there with what you're doing today? That's powerful, right? I'm committed to your interests, right? As long as it makes sense for the overall objectives. I mean, listen, if their, if their goal is to not work and get paid for it, I mean, come on, it's not realistic, but it, it has to fit the mission, right? So building trust with your team in terms of making it about them, understanding their goals, and being committed to the process of helping them get to the next level, right? Daniel Pink wrote in the book Drive, purpose, mastery, autonomy. That's what people are driven by. Purpose, mastery, autonomy. How do I give people a sense of purpose? How do I make them better? How do I give them freedom? That's awesome. Because when you give people autonomy, you give yourself autonomy as a business owner. And that's powerful. So how do I help get them there? You have to be committed to that process. But many times as a business owner, you're not committed to that. And that's the problem. That's where, that's where people say, look, you're not committed to me. I'm not committed to you. You know what's funny about this whole thing is that, look, when I commit to them and I play full out for them, they start playing full out for me. When I tell them, look, it's about your goals, not mine. So when someone works for me, I make it about their goals, not my goals. And in doing so, they in turn want to be about my goals. They get excited about that. When they know I'm committed to them, they commit to me. It just happens that way. I've seen it over and over again. So make it about them. Number two, what are their goals? How can you commit to that process of helping them get there? Okay, And these goals could be personal or professional. The third one, as far as influence goes, hold true to the standard, okay? This requires leadership, which listen, this is what we're talking about. I mean, when we're talking about influence versus control, we're talking about leadership, 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 hold true to the standard. Number three is hold true to the standard and it requires leadership at the highest level. If you look at businesses that fail, Leadership is always in the top two. Why did this business fail? Leadership. It's not the market. It's not the government. It's not the product per se. It's leadership. It's a lack of leadership within that business. The level of your leadership is going to be the level of your success in your business, period. So how do we hold true to the standard? How do we be a leader? What are some things that, what what does that look like? So I spent some time with a business just recently, flew out to their business, spent some time with them. And what we identified in reality were some areas where they were not holding to the standard that they had set and they were incongruent. So what we did is put together a game plan to identify their incongruencies. And when we did that, it just opens up a world of possibilities. One of the things that we identified is do not let bad players take down the culture and do things to ruin the standards that are in place, right? So one of the things that we do is we let mediocrity, we let serious issues, okay, I'm talking serious issues that I see business owners let things slide, integrity issues, right? 
customer service issues, the way they talk to people, teamwork issues, things that are just egregious violations, and they let it slide. They don't say anything or they say very little about it. But to me, if we set a standard, my job is to uphold that standard because when I uphold the standard, I uphold the culture that I want to build within my business. And it's all about the standard. I don't tolerate people being late. I don't tolerate people not executing. I don't tolerate people who won't work as a team. I don't tolerate people who don't have a winning mentality, who aren't proactive. All these different things that I won't tolerate. And by not tolerating them, you help people get to the next level where they understand, you know what? Sometimes we're willing to tolerate things about ourselves that we would never tolerate in someone else, right? And, and everyone needs help with that where it's like, hey, why are you settling for this standard? Ah, I didn't even realize I was. But you're right. And winners and wise people will understand that, yes, I am settling in this area. Thank you. Kick me in the ass. I appreciate it. Here's the next step. So that is, you know, committing to those standards that are in place. What are the standards that you have and how can you commit to this? And this is also this includes staying true to your own word. And this is one of the biggest violations that I see. You tell people you're going to give them bonuses, you don't pay them. You tell people that you're going to hold them to a standard and you don't. You tell people to be on time, you're late. You tell people to do a certain policy, you don't follow it. Okay, so if you're going to say it, you better do it. If you don't think you can do it, don't say it. It's fine. You have control over what you commit to and what you won't commit to. But if you say one thing and do another, that's a that's deal off. You're violating the standard because now you're asking people to operate in a way that you're unwilling to operate in. That never works. It never, ever works. So when we're talking about influential, being influential in, in the office, and how do we influence people? Because look, when we do these things, when we paint the big picture, when we make it about them, when we hold true to the standard, people will want to do the things that they want to do, that, that, that are good for the business. Not that they want to do, but that are good for the business. They will do the things, they'll do what it takes to uphold the standard and play at a high level. It's not to say that people won't make mistakes. It's not to say that you won't have tough conversations with people, but you'll create a culture where more people are bought into that, and I guarantee you they will respect you more for that. But the problem is, is when people try to exercise control, they micromanage, they intimidate, they use fear, they use uh, relegation versus delegation. They don't care about, they use people as... Um, a, a widget, okay, which I, I, and I saw this recently where a company, they were talking about minimum wage and, and capitalism and what's wrong with capitalism. And a lot of times it's because, you know, CEOs look at people that work for them as a means to an end. And you're limited in, in how much value you're going to create, how much productivity you're going to get out of people if they're just a means to an end. If they're not more than that, if they're not bigger than that, if you don't value them at, a high, at the highest level in your business, right? Employees first, customers second, okay? I don't put employees exactly up where I look. I'm, I'm going to value myself and my own family uh, at the top, but look, my employees are going to be right up there, okay? If you don't hold that standard, forget it, right? If your people are just a means to an end, you're not going to create true power in that situation. So think about that. 
Where, what areas of your business are you being controlling in? What areas of your business could you be more influential? This takes communication, ongoing communication. Where could you communicate more powerfully? Where could you communicate better? Okay, this is huge. I, I just talked with a client uh, yesterday about this. They were talking about a great month that they had, and then they me- immediately went into excuses why their next month wasn't going to be as good because of time off they were taking and things that were going on. And I thought, we haven't even started the month yet, and you're making excuses for why this isn't going to happen. This is about communicating the expectation and holding true to the standard. Look, if this is the standard, then hold true to it and work as hard as you can to do it. Look, I'm not saying you're going to hit the standard every time. No, you know, sometimes you don't. But if I'm working my ass off to uphold it and I take it seriously, great things are going to happen. And it's all about influence. How can we create a high level of influence in your business? What is that going to look like for you? So think about that. Where have you been controlling? Where can you be more influential? And how can you create more power, set a higher standard? And and as you do that, watch the results of your business naturally increase because of that. It's huge. So I want to thank everyone for listening. If you have questions, go to buildyoursoulpurpose.com. Contact me. Leave a comment. Do a business assessment if you want to talk more about this in depth. I'd love to sit down and chat with you about it, but I appreciate everyone for listening. Share this via social media, rate it on iTunes. I appreciate all of that. So again, I want to thank you for listening. This is Brandon Allen for Your Life, Your Purpose here on BuildYourSoulPurpose.com. I'm signing off. Enjoy your week.